Welcome to Experiencing the Unknown with Dee. My name is Dee and I'm your host. On today's episode, I want to talk about childhood experiences with spirit or if you think your child is experiencing certain things, how things were handled when I experienced them and what that made me do. I feel that this is going to help a lot of parents with children that are super open. See, kids are more open than most adults because they haven't experienced that shut off from oneself yet. Um, The world itself hasn't conditioned them to stop believing in certain things and they are completely open, which is why they experience spirit and interactions with the divine more than an adult that is unawoken. I want to talk about certain things that happened with me when I was a kid and how that's helped me as an adult be an evidential psychic medium and helped me with my spiritual awakening. One of my first experiences that I remember is I was awoken in the middle of the night to a dark-haired lady that I had never met before waking me up. I could hear her very clearly and see her very clearly and I could feel the urgency in the way that she was trying to awaken me. She told me to get up and to get my baby brother. I was too small to get my brother from the crib, but somehow I was able to. I felt as if she was using her hand to help me, and I couldn't understand who this lady was in my house, but I could smell smoke, and she kept telling me, your house is burning. Get your baby brother and go get your mom and dad up. So as I'm getting my brother out of this crib and running down the hall, she was helping me, it felt like, and I was running and yelling for my parents to wake. When I woke my parents up, we were able to climb out of a small window in my back room. And thank God that window, which made no sense to us, was in the middle of the house. The entire, there was blazes all around. And as soon as my dad came out, the house actually collapsed. But had she not woke me up, we would have probably not made it at that moment. Or at least one of us wouldn't have made it. I kept telling the firefighters and my parents that there was a woman still in there, that this lady helped us. I was very small. I was around three or four years old, and I kept yelling that there was a lady in there, and I honestly thought this woman died in that home. So the firefighters kept asking my parents who would be in there, who would be in there, and my parents could not understand. We didn't have anybody that lived with us or stayed with us or was visiting, so there was no way that there was anybody in there. The firefighters even checked, thinking that they may find a body, because I was so adamant about saying there was a woman in there. Nothing was found, and I had no clue who she was. I explained her to my dad. He never really said much, but I could tell that something sparked with him, and he just left it alone. As years went by, I had many, many more experiences. I can remember not long after that fire, once we had gotten our new house on the same land, I remember being out in the woods and meeting a man in the woods. Um, during this time when I was in the woods, this man was dressed kind of nice, which was kind of weird to be in the woods by my house dressed like that. He didn't say much. He just seemed very, very confused. And I remember he didn't, he didn't tell me his name or any info, but he looked as if he was dazed and didn't know where he was and scared me. So I ran out of the woods and told my mom, my mom went out there, looked, told my dad, nothing, but there were certain details about this man's outfit because he was in a business suit and where I lived, there wasn't people that really came out in the middle of nowhere with business suits. So as I was explaining this man with my mom and my dad 
it turned out that a few miles up the road, there was a horrible fatal accident and a man that was in a suit actually passed and my dad passed him on the way coming home. So he's seen this. So as I'm explaining to him, he said, there's no way you saw that from the woods. So there was no way I could see that man from where I'm at. I'm too far. I'm on foot and I'm in the woods. So my mom said, she pulled me outside and said, honey, I don't think you saw anything. Just don't tell people that. Keep those things to yourself. And at that time, it didn't make sense to me. Why didn't she want to know the strange man was in my woods? So I was really confused about it. As I've grown up, I know why she did that, and I know the reasoning, but it still really confused me as a small child. When I was younger, I used to have a lot of strange experiences with animals, and certain things didn't make sense to me then because other kids didn't have these same experiences. As an evidential psychic medium now, and with what I know, I know that that was because I was at a different frequency than other kids, and I was able to see the thinned veil, so to speak. I had an owl which still stands this sticks with me and it has my entire life there was this gorgeous beautiful blue eyed owl and everyone said that owl's not blue eyed they can't be they can't be blue eyed it was a white blue eyed owl and i would tell people about this and they just thought i made this owl up nobody believed me at night this owl would come sit on my windowsill and stare into my room sometimes i would leave my window open and it would almost come in And I would tell my mom about this owl constantly. Mom, I see this white owl with these beautiful blue eyes. I'm telling you, this owl is always there. And she just assumed that I I didn't see it, I guess, and um, went on as if it never happened. Then we started hearing at the bus stop this owl hooing. And my mom said, is that the owl? And I'm like, yeah, it lives up there. And I'm pointing to a tree, which from afar, you could see the owl, but you couldn't see the blue eyes. You could just tell there was a white owl in the tree. Over time, that owl became something me and my brothers really loved to hear. When we would wait for the bus, it would always be there. But there was something about this owl that just made me feel safe. One night I woke up and my mom had came to tuck me in my room and the owl was in my windowsill. And I'll never forget me and my mom actually talked about this recently. And one of the things she said is, I did not believe you about that owl, but I remember coming to that night and it saw me and it wasn't scared of me. It just watched me tuck you in. And I don't really know much more from that point, but she said the owl didn't leave as if it was watching me sleep. I stopped having memories of the owl. I don't really remember when the owl went away, but I remember that I was there a couple years later at the same house and I don't remember the owl at all. So I'm not really sure what happened on that. I do know that I had a deer that came in my yard and never left. I got to bottle feed this deer and it felt very safe with me. I would tell kids at school that I had this pet deer and I was bottle feeding it and it loved me and slept with me and everyone thought that was the strangest thing ever. I also had many experiences with birds. Birds would just come to me when I'd be outside. They'd go all around me and this still happens to this day. I now know that my my frequency was so high because I was an innocent soul that they were just attracted to me and I was a little bit more open than some. My family really didn't say a whole lot about the animal experiences I had. It really started to come as I got a little older when I was about probably six years old. Things started happening at a more rapid pace for me with spirit. I was at church and I remember that I was outside sitting on the front porch at a revival at the church that I was at 
they were all inside. It was a Pentecostal church, so they were screaming and yelling and speaking in the tongues. If you're familiar with that, they, it's when they jump around and they say that the Holy Spirit is talking through them. I looked up from the porch and playing with the toys with another kid, and there was a man standing in front of us. He had no shoes on, and he looked as if he came from literally nowhere. It was complete black. There was nowhere that he really could have came the way that this porch was set up of this old church. I went inside and so did the other little girl that was playing with me and we were standing there. This man walked into the church, walked up in the middle, said something to the preacher, looked at everybody, came back and looked directly at me as I was standing next to the kid by the door and he said hello again, which I had never seen this man that I thought of or I couldn't remember ever seeing this man. So it really made me feel strange. As weeks went by, everybody from church was talking about how this man walked in with no shoes, said something. I didn't know what he said to the preacher, and still to this day I don't know, but the preacher looked very alarmed and almost as if it like shook him to his core. I didn't feel anything with this man that was bad. I didn't feel scared. I didn't feel threatened. Nothing about him made me feel bad at that time. But everybody kept saying that he was the devil and that the devil walked into the church and said something to the preacher and then walked out after he said something to the kids. It really scared me about certain things as a little kid to hear that, that the devil walked into the church. I never thought the devil could just walk in. So that really scared me and it put fear in me and I didn't want to play outside as much and it, it really scared me about a lot of stuff. I eventually forgot about the man that came in without the shoes and the church stopped talking about him. So that just kind of went away. But as an adult, I remember that I can't remember where that man went. I was by the door and so was the little girl I was playing with. And I remember us looking out the door and he just as if he disappeared in the dark. It was a very odd, strange feeling. And that's something that stuck with me as an adult that I remember. One thing I do remember as a kid, though, I remember the fear that that put in and how I didn't want to talk to strangers. I didn't like to play in the woods anymore. I didn't like to do a lot of things that I had before. And a lot of things stopped for me, I noticed, with like the spirit world and the animals. It was as if that fear kind of took over my high vibration, and I no longer felt certain ways. I absolutely believe that was the first time the world started conditioning me as a child. It started changing my vibration completely. I don't remember a lot from those years after this experience. It's as if I blocked things out. Later in life, I found out some certain things happened to me that I must have blocked out to protect myself. I've worked through those now and it was a very traumatic experience that I went through for the next few years. Last memory I have that involved spirit before I was taken away from my family was I remembered waking up in the middle of the night and I told my mom that three of my cousins passed away. I had a lot of dreams and I would say things to my mom about my dreams when I was really young. This is something that my mom, my grandma, and everybody's always had and we all have. We just sometimes don't remember our dreams. I told her that my cousins were dead in my dream and when I awoke I was crying and telling her this and a few hours later my family called and said all three of my cousins had passed exactly the same way that I told my mom in my dream. It was very sad time for my family and I felt as if I had done something wrong because I dreamed it so for a while I didn't talk to a lot of people about my dreams any longer I started to hide them because I knew something was weird and I remember my mom actually telling me don't tell people what you dream and see because they'll call you the weird girl they'll say you're crazy and they'll try to take you away and that was a huge fear for me so I stayed quiet I was taken away a few years later not for that reason but for 
reasons that I'm not going to talk about on this podcast. And I went to a lot of different foster homes. And I started having experiences there as well. In fact, I started having more experiences than some of those because such traumatic things were happening again that Spirit was trying to let me know they were there with me and that I was protected, but I wasn't seeing it like that. I was scared because of what I was programmed and conditioned to believe. I went to a foster home where we were starved. So a lot of times this lady would put us in the closet and she wouldn't let us eat. So like if we came home from school on a Friday, she would make us instantly go to the closet as a punishment for whatever she was mad about that day. And she wouldn't feed us or let us out. She would put water sometimes in there and that's all we would have. We would even have to use the bathroom in the closet. It was a very traumatic experience to say the least. But one thing I will say, she helped me so much and she has absolutely no clue what she's done for me because even though she was trying to torture me in that moment, I learned how to astral project and I got an amazing, amazing relationship with spirit in that closet. I just didn't know what it was. And I let the world and the counselors tell me that what I was experiencing wasn't real and it was because of the traumatic events. But what that lady didn't know is she opened my mind to the spiritual world. And when I awoken as an adult, I remembered everything and everything came back to me and I knew that this was true. So if anything, that woman did a favor to me when she thought she was ruining my life. And now I know hurt people hurt people. And that's just how the world is. As a human, when people are hurt, they usually hurt somebody else. It's an unfair experience of this earth that of us must go through. And now I know that I planned every bad traumatic event that happened. As I sat with spirit and I've gotten to know spirit over the last few years, I know that I handpicked what would happen to me to lead me here at this moment to awaken and be who I truly am and be my true self. The only thing that I wish would have happened when I was that age and all of the the things that was happening to me. I wish that I wouldn't have been told I needed to pray to God or God was mad at me and this is why this is happening. I wish someone would have explained and let me know that I had a spirit team there, that I had this team that was there for only me to help me in times of need. That's the one thing that I hope I teach my kids. I teach my kids that Source is there and that they can believe whatever they want to believe, but they have a team that came here handpicked just for them. That is the one thing I will always let my children know, and I hope others learn and they awaken and they can teach their kids that they have this entire spirit team with them and that they're never truly alone and always have support. Because I wasn't told that things were normal that I was seeing and hearing, I started ignoring spirit. I started saying, leave me alone. I don't want to see you anymore. I'm not crazy. Leave me alone. And this went on until I spiritually awoke as an adult. I would have things happen. I would tell my husband, actually, once I got married and we had kids, I would tell him, I saw this or this is going to happen and I dreamed this and then these things would happen. And he never made me feel as if it wasn't okay. Um, it was just strange that I would say something then it would happen. We are conditioned to forget that we have this ability. So when we come here, we're told you're strange, unusual, and it's not normal to have those things. And we're told that it's dark spirits or whatever religion you come from, there's something telling you not to do this. You have to sit and think, why do they not want us to do this so bad? Why is this told that it's so bad? That's what I started questioning. 
if these things feel so good to me and they make me feel safe, more safe than what most people have made me feel in my life, why? Why don't they want us talking to them? And that was the questions I started asking myself. As a kid, as a teen, as an adult, I started asking these things, why? So when I had my spiritual awakening as an adult, I really learned what I was as a human being and what my soul was, what my inner being was and what they were trying to hide. Because if every single person awoken and became this good person to know why we're here and that we're really here to help the earth and help other humans live, their agenda no longer fits in. They can't control us. They can't make us do what they want because we would want to love and help each other and live in harmony. There were no more. They keep us so divided on this planet where we hate one another instead of loving one another. And until that can stop and stop being pushed, the world will stay the same. I can tell you that in my time of talking to spirit, so many people are awakening and that's going to continue to happen. More and more people are going to awaken until we change this earth. If you're listening to this and you were a child and you thought you were strange, I hope you know there's others out there like you. I hope that this helps you. I have so many more experiences that I'm just not willing to share at this moment, but I can tell you spirit is very much real. There's very much a spirit world and it is a divine, lovely place. I'm not going to tell you it's completely all love. There is low vibration out there and lower entities that can cause issues in your life, but you have to remember just to keep raising your vibration. And if you give it no mind or no attention, it can't feed off your energy. When you give fear or anger to that lower vibration or that lower entity, you're giving it the power. So take your power back. It's your time. This is the time that you can take your power back because nobody else has the right to hold any power over you or make you feel any way. This is the time that you live your true authentic self and you stop allowing yourself to be conditioned by the world. And this is also the time we teach the kids that it's okay to be open and free and if they're seeing and hearing these things or if it's something they're interested in, then it's okay to open them to that world, but you also teach them the correct way to open up to that world. I will tell you right now, I had all of those experiences. I did not fully know how to communicate with them on my own. Once I learned that, I completely changed my life for the better to know that I could now communicate and understand the messages that they're giving me and not just say, hey, there's spirits here, but I don't know what they're saying. So you learn when you further your knowledge, reading, learning. I would just say to give the kids their experiences. If they come to you and they tell you that they're seeing or hearing something, believe them. Believe that they are hearing and seeing these. And ask them, how did you feel at that moment when you felt that spirit or saw, heard, felt, whatever their clear is, ask them, how did you feel? How did that make you feel? Don't put anything in there like anger or fear. Let them express how they felt. Did they feel safe? Did they feel this was a good spirit? Did they feel that this was a high vibrationing spirit? And let them know that at any time that they're afraid or they don't like a spirit communicating with them, they have the right to tell them to go away. They can say, I do not want to talk right now. I do not want to entertain this energy. Please leave. And if they feel that they're still there, ask their spirit team to come in and remove that spirit. You are not bound by anything. 
you have free will. You have the ability to say what you want to communicate with and what you don't want to communicate with. If I would have had adults that were open-minded and were open to this side of the world when I was a child, everything for me would have been different. That is exactly what I'm hoping we as adults do in this generation. I am hoping for the greater good of our children and for their higher selves that we fully open and we allow this part of the kids to be an experience for them along with the human experience that they chose. Remember, each one of us chose to come here. We chose for these things to happen and we chose a reason why they happened to get us where we would be for our higher selves. If we teach our kids at a younger age that they can be fully awakened and that there is this world that they have the power to tell things that they don't want around to go away and they have the power to, to communicate with spirit and that there's so many things out in the world that they can be open to, this world will change. It will have to change. The kids are what the future are and that's something that people need to realize. The older people with the views and the thoughts are not gonna be around forever. And when they're gone, the kids are gonna be what's left. That's why the children should always be protected and they should always be taught the correct ways. They shouldn't be forced to believe certain things or be a certain way, but everything lies within our kids. And that is something that we need to remember as parents, as adults, as human beings, that we can really make a difference in this world. We also need to remember that our parents and the adults that we knew were conditioned as well. They were taught the same things, maybe even a stricter, more, more harsher way than we were. So we need to remember that they were just human beings living a human experience and hurt people hurt people. That's one of the things that I had to learn as I grew up is that I could no longer blame people for hurting me. The victim mentality had to go out the door and I had to learn I was no victim but a survivor. And not even a survivor. I wouldn't even call it a survivor. You can have that mentality, but you are your higher self. You need to allow that higher self to come in and take over and... When that happens, you're going to view life so differently. You're going to know that time doesn't exist on the other side, but time does exist here and it is a short life that you get to live and you're here for a reason and you need to find that reason, become that reason and learn all of the ways that you can help people for the reason that you're here. That's what people don't understand. People don't understand that you chose a sole purpose when you came here. You have a sole purpose in this earth. You matter. Your words matter. Things you do matter. That's what we were conditioned to not know. We don't remember that we came here with a purpose and everything you do changes something in the world, whether it's for the better or for the worse. And that's where we as humans have to learn to coexist and to become better and to our highest purpose, be true to our true authentic self. Once we can learn that, this world will have no, no way that it could stay the same. It will completely change. It will truly become a place of what we call heaven. It will be a heaven on earth. I hope that in my generation I get to see this, but I know that if I teach my children, they teach their children, that this earth will have no other choice but to change. But I also want to stress, do not force this on your child. That's exactly what I had happened to me at a young age with religion. 
Do not force it. If your child's having these experiences, listen. Listen and help guide them, but do not force this on them. Let this happen because we all chose to spiritually awake and we can't change that. So still let what's meant to be happen, but if your child is experiencing these things, don't make them feel like they are strange, unusual, weird, out there. Embrace it. Let them embrace it and teach them. Get them taught and let them learn what they're experiencing. It's not weird. That is actually an amazing blessing that we get from the divine. And just make sure that you are not forcing this or anything on your child. That's what we're here to change. We're here to let them express themselves, be themselves. I know from the firsthand experience as a kid what can happen and how detrimental it was to my learning as a human, as a person, on my adolescence, how I felt. So just remember to be open and to teach them to be open, to be a good person, honestly. Just teach them to be a good person. To not judge people for their differences and to understand that we were divinely made to all be different and the reason being is we all have a different purpose here. I hope that this episode today really help someone that's kid is either going through it or if you went through it yourself and know that we're out here there's more like you we have so many experiences i'm sure if we all got together that we could talk about from our childhood either the traumatic things that led us here or the spirit visitations and the things that happened with animals there's so many things that we all have in common a lot of people still hide to this day I hope if you're listening to this and you were called that strange kid, that weird kid, or you never fit in, I hope you know that we're out here. We were all like you. And I am thankful if you're listening to this to be able to talk about what happened to me as a person and to kind of open the eyes of what I went through and my experiences. And I'm, I'm very thankful for you being here. And I know my message is from spirit. The best is yet to come. I'm excited to watch the world change in front of us. The bad things that we see on media, all of that is a distraction to keep us from our true highest self. It's not to say it's not happening. It's very much happening and we need to be aware that it's happening. If we could all make changes and come together, we could really change the things that are happening. And that's what they're afraid of. So it's time that we rise up, we become our true self, and we change this world. I hope I see you guys next week. Next Sunday, I will be releasing another 30-minute episode. I'm going to try to release 30 minutes each time, two times a week, Sundays and Wednesdays as of right now. If you have anything you want me to discuss, feel free to email me. Go to my website at experiencingtheunknownwithd.com. And just let me know if you didn't like something. I am fully open to chat about anything. I am pretty much an open book when it comes to things. And I'm not a judgmental person. So if there was something you didn't like or you want more clarification, please let me know. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you next episode.